0: of Calvary Chapel of the Harbor. Join us now in our study as we open the word together.
1: If you can turn with me to Revelation chapter 21, pick it up in verse 23 as we make our way through the book of Revelation. Revelation 21, 23, we're going to be looking at verses 23 to 27. Title of our message is, Walk in the Light, Walk in the Light. There is a lot going on around the world today, isn't there? You know, we think of the war that's taking place there in Ukraine with Russia. We think about how China could very well step into Taiwan and take over Taiwan, and uh, nobody, it appears, will do anything to stop it. Um, We look at the prophecy of Ezekiel 38 and 39, and we see the formation of that war uh, just kind of... uh, before our eyes, that the players are starting to be, you know, all in place. And think of this: what's happening in Ukraine right now? What I'm recognizing is a lot of people are protesting, but they're not really doing anything about it, right? It's a lot of protest, but that's what's going to happen with the Ezekiel prophecy, right? There's going to be a lot of protesting when when uh, these armies come down—Russia, Iran, Turkey—when they come down to attack Israel. There's going to be a lot of protesting going on, but no one's going to do anything. But it's a setup. And it's a good setup because God himself will protect the nation of Israel. So we, we are living in days that are very exciting. And as if we look at it on the surface, we might think, oh, no, everything's out of control. But actually, everything's falling right into place according to God's word. And so we're living in exciting times. We're going to have a lot of news articles we're going to look at here today. We're going to kind of swim through all this mess that's going on in front of us, uh, but uh, What we're going to be primarily looking at is the fact that there's a city that we're going to dwell in, the city of light, and we're going to walk in its marvelous light. And we're called as believers right now, even before we go into the city of light, we're called, as we read in Ephesians 5, we're we're called to be children of light and to walk in light. But what exactly does that mean, to walk in the light? That's what we're going to look at. One of the things we're going to look at here. So if you can please stand with me. I'm going to go ahead and read these few verses out of Revelation 21, verse 23 to 27. John the Apostle writes, he writes, The city had no need of the sun nor of the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God illuminated it. The Lamb is its, can we say that again? Light. Light. And the nations of those who are saved shall walk in its, can we say it? Light. Light. And the kings of the earth bring their glory and honor into it. Its gates shall not be shut at all by day. There shall be no night there. And they shall bring the glory and the honor of the nations into it. But there shall be, excuse me, but there shall by no means enter it anything that defiles or causes an abomination or a lie, but only those who are written in the, can we say that together? Lamb's book of life. Lord, we trust that everybody in this room and those who are watching are written in the lamb's book of life we know the only way we can be in that book is through your son jesus our lord if there's anyone that's not saved lord that's watching this message right now or here in this room lord may this message speak to them clearly that they'd come to the saving knowledge of your son jesus christ use this time lord us ears that we might hear. Equip us again, Lord, as believers. Equip us by your word. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 You could be seated. Thank you. So, we've been looking at this new city that we will dwell in forever. It's the time of eternity. It will take place after the millennial kingdom, after the thousand years reign of Christ. And this will be a city that we'll dwell in. As we just read, it'll be a city of light. I believe that the light, as we've looked at and will continue to look at, it's gonna be light, obviously, from God the Father and of the Lamb, as we just read, but also the Holy Spirit. I believe that this is gonna be a light that we're gonna dwell in that we've never experienced here on this earth because the very creator of light, the one that said light be and light was, and he created uh, the the light to shine with the sun and the reflection with the moon and the stars, we're going to dwell in the presence of the one that created all those little teeny lights. We're going to dwell in the fullness of his light. And I can't even imagine what that's going to be like, but that's what we're reading about, this wonderful city. So before we dive in, there's a lot here we want to you know, focus in on in these few verses. Uh, but before we do, every Sunday, we like to mention the fact that the book of Revelation is the only book in the entire Bible that promises us a threefold what? Blessing. We're blessed when we read it, blessed when we hear it, we're blessed when we apply it or keep it, right? So we just read it, we just heard it, we can close up our Bibles, go home, and we're promised to be blessed. But there's one more thing that we haven't done yet. We haven't brought application, so let's do our best. Let's look back at the, these few verses and try to bring some application. So back in verse 23, we, we read uh, last time, we read verse 23. We won't spend too much time in 23, but we're going to spend, just so you know, uh, most of our time, we're going to uh, hang out in verse 24 because there's a lot here that I'd like to talk about. So back in verse uh, 23, it says, the city had no need of the sun or of the moon to shine in it for the glory of God illuminated it and the lamb is its, again, light. So this radiant light that we're going to be uh, in for all the eternity as we're there. Uh, then it says, the nations, those who are saved shall walk in its light and the kings of the earth shall bring their glory and honor into it. If you're a note-taker, the, the word nations, the, the Greek word is uh, ethnos. It's uh, Ethnos means different ethnic groups. So in heaven, we'll have different ethnic groups from all over the world. So there'll be people that were saved from China, from Mexico, Africa, Israel, Korea, Egypt, and Poland, and, and you name it, Ukraine, all these different ethnic groups. And And so I believe that... It's important that a church looks like this, that we have all different ethnic groups. It would be terrible to walk into a church and everybody was exactly the same, because that's not what heaven's gonna look like. And here, what a blessing here at this church, you think about all the different ethnic groups that we have here. My wife from Scotland, she's so cute up here, isn't she? She comes up, she asked me, how did I do? I said, that's great. We have Misha from Czech Republic. We have uh, Mimi that's from Egypt. We have more people from Egypt. We have uh, a lot of people from Mexico. We have people from Africa. Uh, Mino is from Kenya. We have, I mean, on and on and on. We have all these different ethnic groups. And that's actually a very healthy church. It's a good thing that that's what's taking place because that's what heaven's gonna look like. All these different ethnic groups will be there. And so that's gonna take place In heaven you'll see people from all around the world as we think about different ethnic groups and people from around the world I want to stop and kind of look at what is going on around our world today so I'm gonna put a couple news articles up to look at did you see this China announced military exercises to threaten Taiwan they're just doing military exercises does that sound familiar Isn't that what Russia did before they went into Ukraine? They said, oh, no, we're just at the border. We're just doing exercises. (laughs) And how many times did you hear? They said, oh, we're not going to go in and invade that. Was that true? No. I don't see anybody stopping China at this point if they want to step into Taiwan. And we could very well, listen, we could very well be on the, the verge of World War III right here before us around the world. It's a very good possibility. We don't know, but this is what's happening around the world. What about this? Did you guys see? This is very... Pay close attention to this. So at the UN, Russian, Russia denounces Israel's sovereignty in the Golan Heights after Jerusalem backs your, uh, Ukraine. Interesting, Golan Heights. Isn't that northern mountains of Israel? Huh. Does Ezekiel 38 and 39, does it say that they're going to come down? This uh, military alliance is going to come down? Oh, the northern mountains of Israel? Guys, this is our news today. This, to me, could very well be the formation of the Ezekiel 38 and 39 prophecy. To me, I get excited. Why? Because that could very well mean the rapture of the church can be at any time. So what else is going on around the world today? This news article says, Beijing, Moscow, and Tyran coordinate the destruction of democracy. So you see that taking place. How about this? Do you guys see this? Israel leader meets Putin and to discuss Iran cease fire. How about this? Putin draws red line, warns that any nation crossing it will be considered part of the conflict. Then he goes on to say countries that enforce sanctions against Russia are his enemies. Oh, who's who has sanctions on Russia? Well, we do. Guys, we're living in very interesting days. I love this quote from Ronald Reagan when he was president and when uh, Russia was uh, building up their nuclear arms and all. This is what Ronald Reagan said, and I believe it's it's for today even. It says, while Americans' military strength is important, let me add here that I've always maintained that the struggle now going on from the world, will never be decided by bombs and rockets, by armies or military might. The real crisis we face today is a spiritual one. At root, it is a test of moral will and faith. Ronald Reagan, great quote. And that's what's going on today. Many leaders are being tested, and sad thing, they're not passing the test. Let's look back at this. Verse 24. The kings of the earth bring their glory and honor into it. I looked at tons of commentaries and nobody really gives a good explanation about this. The kings of the earth bring, so this is, follow me with this, this is the new city. This is the new uh, the the holy jerusalem that'll last forever and it says the kings are going to bring their glory and i'm trying to figure that as the king david that's going to bring his glory is it which kings are going to bring their glory into it and the only thing i can come up with is okay this is after the millennial kingdom right what are we considered during the millennial kingdom do you know let me help you kings and priests we're considered kings and priests during the millennial kingdom right so possibly, if we're kings and priests, we're of the earth. If we'll be kings and priests, kings of the earth. That'll be us, according to the Bible, which blows my mind right off the bat. But the only thing I can come up with is, with if you match it up with Daniel twelve three, and it says, "And those who are can we say that together? Wise, Wise. shall do what? Shine like the brightness of the firmament." So those that are wise, wise in the Lord, those that God gives wisdom to, those that are are born of his Holy Spirit, we have wisdom from above. We're going to shine. And then it also says, and those who turn many to what? Righteousness, like the what? Stars for how long? Forever. Forever and ever. That means forever and ever. So could it possibly mean that the, those of us that, uh, that are wise in Christ, those of us that lead many to righteousness, that somehow we're going to bring that, you know, we're going to shine in this place. So it's that's the only scriptures I can find that really make any sense of what that is. And that means somehow we're going to shine if we have wisdom from above and we bring people to righteousness. You know, there's such a need for us to pe- bring people to righteousness right now. You know, people are scared. What if you didn't have Christ in your life? This would be a pretty scary time to live in. Wars, rumors of wars, nuclear threats with, uh, from Russia, Bombs could drop on us instantly, anytime. We could just, you know, this, they could just push the buttons. As Russia's saying that they're going to push buttons, and, you know, and it's, it's, anything can happen. It's, if you don't have Christ, but with that, think through this. People, they're very fearful right now, but guess what? We have the answer. Are you fearful? I sleep like a baby. Most of the time, sometimes I wake up and my mind gets going, but it's not because I'm fearful or worried about anything. Why, why am I like this? Why are you like that? Because we have Christ. We know, we, listen, we read the end of the book. We know what's going to happen, right? We're on the winning side. It's kind of like I, I used to play football. I love football. And it's like watching a football game that's recorded. And you already know who's going to win, right? No matter what happens during the game, you're like, don't worry about it. We're, I, I saw this already. I know who wins the game doesn't matter what the score is but people are open like never before to hear the gospel of jesus christ like never before guys don't get distracted back in our text verse 24 and those who are saved shall walk in its light that's us right those of us that have accepted christ saved saved from saved by grace through faith in jesus christ we're going to walk in its light so again this marvelous light we're going to walk in but uh, when we look at the book of Revelation, we're called to bring some applications. So yeah, we're gonna walk in the fullness of his light, but we read in Ephesians 5, we're to walk as children of light, we're to walk in the light. And so as I mentioned earlier, what does that mean for us to walk in the light? I'll give you a definition that I came up with, and I, I believe this could truly be part of it. There's more to it, I'm sure. But to walk in the light means daily bringing our thoughts and actions under the scrutiny of God's word, Responding in obedience by the power of the Holy Spirit. Let me read that again. Daily bringing our thoughts and our actions under the scrutiny of God's word. Responding in obedience by the power of the Holy Spirit. Walking in the light, knowing what God's word has to say and and applying those wonderful truths of what God has for us through his word. Because if we're not walking in the light, listen, the light of the word, we're going to stumble. We're gonna, if we walk in darkness, have you ever walked into a room and the lights weren't turned on, and you walk in and you fall over something, you stumble? It's like, oh, who put that there? Well, it's a wall. It's always been there. It's <laughs> like <So> whatever, <laughs> whatever it is. The other day, uh, Dave, that's on our security team, he he helped me to put an app on my my iPad, and I'm I'm not techie, even a little bit. I mean, his, so he he installed the whole thing he set me up with a password and uh, administrator was the username and so we did all that and so he set it all up he did everything i'm ready to go i go to open it it doesn't open i tried i'm not kidding you at least like 30 times it's just every different way i tried and i know the password's right i said this is for sure the password i'm putting it somewhere and i'm thinking did i did we spell administrator right i mean just let's look and see nothing it would not open so we're down in the office over here, and then we went on the desktop, and the desktop, it opened up on the desktop. We're like, oh, this is weird. Why does it open up on the desktop, but not on my iPad? And So he's trying to figure this out, and we're just talking away. But Heidi's in the office there, that she, in, in her desk, and she heard us talking, and she goes, did you guys pray? <laughs> That's pretty embarrassing to ask a pastor if you prayed. <laughs> and I'm thinking, no, we did not pray. And I was like, hey, Dave, I think we should pray, right? (laughs) So I kid you, so we prayed, and I don't know exactly what I said, but it was praying. I was like, God, you know, give him wisdom and understanding. You're the God that knows all things, and this is frustrating, and you're all wise. And and I didn't have enough faith to ask for me to figure this out, because I knew that wasn't going to work. So I'm just, Lord, show David. And I kid you not, listen to this. After we prayed, like a little light bulb went off in his head. He was like, wait a second. There's a space after administrator. I go, a space? He goes, yeah, back it up. And I go, there, there's not a letter. There's, not a, there's nothing. There's just, it's just a blank space. He goes, just hit backspace. And it worked. I've never heard of such a thing. I don't think he would have figured it out if we didn't pray. And he's like, yeah, good thing we prayed. And it's like, duh. Be anxious for nothing, the Bible says, but in all things by prayer all things. And when we use the word of God, when we apply the word of God, it it illuminates everything. It shows us which way to go. It it illuminates our steps. And guys, that's why we spend so much time in the word of God, because God's word illuminates things. It it lights things up. I want to give you some scriptures that go with the fact that God's word is light. Proverbs 6.23, it says, for the commandment is a what? Lamp. Lamp. And the law is a? Light. I mean, what a visual. God's word, it's just like shines right in front of us. It's a lamp. It's a light. In other words, without that, think of that. There would be, you wouldn't know which way to go. Reproof or rebuke of instruction. So it, in other words, it, as you read, it's like, the, you're going the wrong way. And you have a choice to make. I have a choice to make. Do we do, we do it the way God says to do it? Or we, or we do it our way? And if we do it our way, we, I get this visual of when we do it God's way, it's just light, it's illuminated. It's like, okay, this is, and it, we navigate through the word of God. It's like, oh, this is the right way. Oh, wait, turn this way. Okay. Oh, go this way. Okay. But, but when we say, well, I'm going to go this way. I know what that says, but I think this is better for me. It's like we, we don't have the light anymore. All of a sudden, I get this visual of just no light. And that's what we can do in this lifetime. We just, the light goes out. And all of a sudden, we're confused. All of a sudden, we don't know which way to go. All of a sudden, we're like, what is the will of God for my life? Why am I here? And it's like, turn on the light. Open up his word. Ask him to fill you with his spirit. Get understanding. Know the will of the Lord. Let it rebuke you. Let it reprove you. Let it teach you. Let it train you. Let let the word of God illuminate your steps walk in the light, but, it, but pastor, it, you know, I feel God's saying to do this and I, I don't want to do that. Well, that happens sometimes, but it's best for us. Have you ever spent time in the word and you're like the Lord, you know the Lord saying go this way or do this, and you're like, no, I don't want to do that, Lord. And then you don't do it. And you're like, I really don't want to do that. And then it's just terrible. Then like, you go back to the word of God and it's like, no, I want you to do that. And you're like, no, 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 Lord, that doesn't make sense. That's scary. And you keep doing it your way, and then finally you do it his way, and you're like, "Wow, I wish I would have done that a long time ago." God's ways are not our ways. As a matter of fact, God's ways are far better than our ways. Listen, it doesn't always make sense, but it's the best thing for us. You might think, "Well, this feels good." Well, don't be careful. Watch out for feelings; they're fickle. This feels right. No, what? Is it against the word of God? Don't go there. God knows best. And his word illuminates our steps. Another great verse that goes with this. In Psalm 119, verse 130, the entrance of the words, of your words, the word of God, gives what? Light. light. Entrance means the opening of it, the unfolding of it. What? The Bible, the word of God, brings light. It gives understanding to the what? Simple, the, walking in the light, just allowing the, the word of God to illuminate and to give us direction. Psalm 119, 105, another great verse. You probably know this one very well. It says, your word is a, what? Right. Lamp to my feet, giving us direction, and a light to my path, showing us which way to go. You might say, well, pastor, you know, I, I need to know the will of the Lord. <laughs> I need to know what God wants for my life. Stay in the word. Why? It's, it'll show you. It's a lamp to your feet. It's a light to your path. Continue to walk in the light. Let's go to the next verse, verse 25 in our text. Its gates shall not be shut. Can we say that together? At all by day. Gates won't be shut at all by day. There shall be no night there. The gates are open during the day, but guess what? There's no night. What does that tell you? They're always open, right? In an ancient city, they would have the gates in the city, but at nighttime they would close the gates because to keep the enemy out, But there's no enemy up in heaven where we're gonna be. There's gonna be no enemy to come in. We don't have to worry. So the, the, the gates will always be open. Remember who's standing at those gates, 12 gates? Remember anybody? Angels, right? Greeters, the, the angels are gonna greet us as we come in and out, right? So, so the gates will always be open. There's gonna be no night there. I love to sleep, but guess what? there's no beds there in heaven and you might think oh no really we can't sleep in heaven you're not going to want to sleep we sleep to get energy to replenish ourselves to revive it guess what we're always going to be replenished no beds and they shall bring the glory and the honor of the nations into it we touched on that already last verse but there shall by no means enter anything that Can we say that together Defiles mean nothing that'll be unholy, impure, profane, nothing. It'll always be holy there in heaven. Nothing can enter it that, that brings defilement or an abomination. The word, if you're a note-taker, abomination means utterly detestable or uh, extremely bad or unclean. So it'll always be holy. But this other word, or a lie... If you're a note taker, the, the word lie means to deceive by lies, a deliberate false statement, or also falsehood with the purpose to deceive someone. There won't be deception. No fake news in heaven. It won't be there. Application. We're to be people of truth. No lies. The father of lies will be in the lake of fire. God is truth, his word is truth. Hi, this is Pastor Joe, and I'd like to take a moment to personally invite you to one of our three services here at Calvary Chapel of the Harbor in Huntington Beach. Our service times are 9 a.m., 1045 a.m., and 1230 p.m. Please come and say hi after the service. I would love to meet you. For more information, check out our website at ccoth.com. That's ccoth.com. God bless
0: you. You've been listening to Glory to Glory with Pastor Joe Pettit and outreach of Calvary Chapel of the Harbor. If you would like to enter into a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, call now at 714-788-8221. That's 714-788-8221. Our new location is at 4121 Warner Avenue in Huntington Beach, at the beautiful Huntington Harbor Marina. Now, may we continue to go to His throne of mercy as He changes us from glory to glory.